1: Welcome on into to The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. What a week it has been. I feel like we all need to take a collective deep breath. It's been another week of working from home and social distancing and being home 24-7 with children, if you're like me, and that's kind of where we are right now, and that's what I want to talk about right now. So many mothers in particular, because this is The Mom Show, we're going to talk to moms uh, who are working from home right now. While trying to take care of kids, I find myself in this very situation, and I know women all over Utah and all over the nation do this every day, but this is a new thing for a lot of us, and so a lot of us are having to adjust to, you know, the demands of taking care of kids are already intense, right, and especially depending if you have young kids or not, and then you add on trying to do your job, however many hours you're working a day, on top of that, it's just... Chaos, And so if you're feeling like me right now, like a little bit like you're drowning, we're going to help you out today with tips uh, from working from home. So my guest today is Laura Johnson. She is a life coach and also uh, runs a Facebook group for Stay at Home Working Moms. First of all, tell everyone how many kids you have, their ages, and then how long you've been working from home.
2: So my oldest is eight and a half. Um, it's a boy. And I've got a daughter that just turned six, which is really exciting. Um, through all the quarantine, she was pretty sad about her <laughs> birthday being crushed by the virus, as she said. Uh, and then I have a two-year-old. So those are my three kids. And I've been working from home for almost a decade. Um, it's been a long time. Um, I've raised my family, you know, doing this. Um, How, you know, multiple kids as I've gone through, you know, working from home and, I love, I love it. I love being able to teach other moms how to do it as well.
1: Okay. You're a brave woman because I don't think I could do this on the daily and you've been doing it for 10 years. I've been in it for two weeks and I'm like, get me back to the office. I can't do this. It's so hard. So what is your first piece of advice for our moms who might be working from home while taking care of kids right now?
2: Yeah, I think the very first thing is like, take a deep breath. Like I think when we get really caught up and, in, and in, moving really quickly like there's so many demands we we forget to breathe honestly so if we just stop and like take a deep breath and the other thing like is is creating that mindset of like like you've just had a brand new baby and you know when you go home from the hospital and there's you, you can't figure out how to put your clothes on you can't figure out how to shower you can't figure out how to eat you know all of those things is so stressful at first But then you figure it out. That's kind of the mindset that you have to think like that you're in right now of like, oh, it's kind of like I just had a baby for the first time. And this is going to take a little bit of an adjustment to figure out. But I'm a strong, capable woman. That's what I always tell myself. Like, I'm a strong, capable woman and I can figure this out.
1: Well, that is so validating to hear, Laura, honestly, because I have felt like that the last week. I'm like, this is not sustainable. Especially I have two kids with a five-year-old and a 15-month-old, a baby who needs just like constant attention. And I'm up and down and I'm trying to corral him and make him not eat paint and (laughs) keep him from eating paint while I'm trying to write news stories. You know, it's it's chaos. In fact, listeners may have heard this if they heard my reports. Day one of staying home, working from home, my baby screamed almost every – I was doing live hits – you know, when I cover elections here for KSL News Radio. So I'm doing live hits, you know, covering whatever election news is going on that day. And my 15 month old is screaming in the background. And my coworkers, bless their hearts, are commenting on the air like, we all feel like that baby feels right now, right? but this was my reality a day one of trying to work from home. And I was like, this is not sustainable. And now after week two, I feel a little bit more settled, but that's really validating to hear that it it just takes some time to get used to.
2: Yes, definitely. And I think what's really nice about the current environment is that so many of us are working from home now. Like you see online, you see um, Jimmy Fallon who had the interview with, you know, his daughter that came in and, you know, you see um, the, um, Spencer Cox, the lieutenant governor, who he's sitting in his closet, you know, taking pictures and posting it on Twitter. Like we are all in the same boat. Like all of a sudden the, the playing field is level, like for the first time in almost ever for us as moms and women that are doing this from home. And how exciting is that, that that we have that chance, you know, to experience it all together and to create this, this big community for all of us.
1: Yeah, that's a really cool thought that the playing field is finally leveled for us, who us women who have tried to do this multiple times. Yeah, it's really hard. So I we finally got to the point where my husband is now working from home and or has been for the last week. And it's kind of looked like, you know, this, this dance of who needs what time during the day. What's your what's your advice for managing with a spouse who also may be home and you're both, you know, needing kid-free time. And how do you advise people to do that?
2: Really treating your spouse as a coworker during this time um, is very critical for all of that. Um, You know, when, when do you need to be on camera? When do you need to be on phone? When do you need, you know, when do you have a little wiggle room and you can, be distracted, you know, in the background, you know, this is when I need complete quiet. And you start figuring that rhythm out and you start um, negotiating just as you would with a coworker Um, and, and being able to do that is what will make the difference, not only in your work, but in your marriage as well. Yeah,
1: I joked the other day, I was on with Lee Lonsbury. I was like, if my marriage survives the quarantine, then we (laughs) are doing really good because this is really tough. But it it is a juggle, especially in my line of work where I, I have deadlines as far as like live radio hits. I can't miss those, right? It's not like I can just push those back because the kid needs something, you know, or my husband has to take a call at the same time. Like there just have been some really stressful moments personally in our house of trying to navigate you know like each person's work is equally important and trying to navigate who who gets what time right when both of you need the exact same time
2: yes completely and i think one of the the biggest Uh, shifts that people can make is that, yeah, 50% of the time you'll be miserable. Okay.
1: Good good to know.
2: Noted. Noted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I mean, life is full of, of positive and negative. Like we're going to experience that no matter what. But if we don't recognize that, that just half of the time we will be miserable, when it happens, we get frustrated, like it shouldn't be happening. But if, you know, things start to fall apart, you're like, okay, now I'm just, I'm just going to be miserable for a little bit, knowing that the pendulum was, will swing again. I love that.
1: I love that message. Laura Johnson, uh, works from home, has been for 10 plus years. Now she coaches other moms on how to do this. She's giving us advice today on working from home. We'll take a break more with Laura when we come back on the mom show.
0: You've joined the mom show. Being a mom can be tough. Sometimes we try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio.
1: Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I'm joined today by a life coach who teaches stay at home moms who work from home how to juggle all of that. And she's the perfect person to have on right now and come teach us how to do this because for the last 10 years, She has been herself working from home with three children under the age of eight, and now that the rest of us have been thrust into this world of working from home, uh, Laura Johnson knows exactly what we're all going through. Laura, thank you for joining me today.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Okay, do you feel validated in your life's work here? Because the rest of us are now like, Laura, this is so hard.
2: Completely. It actually makes me so excited because for the first time ever, we're all together in this and I get like giddy about it.
1: Right. And I loved last segment, how you said the playing field has been leveled for so many women specifically who are doing this, right. Trying to take care of kids and trying to have careers.
2: Well, and that's where it's so great because I mean, statistically, when you look at women, like a large percentage of them are pulling back in their careers when they have children, um, they're reducing hours and this has always been an option, but it's never been one that um, has been as feasible as it is now. Uh, So, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about this whole
1: experience of social distancing and working from home. If anything, I mean, one of the many silver linings, I think there's a lot of silver linings coming out of this, but one of the many things is maybe the business community will understand that this is possible for so many women who want to be in the workforce, but also have the demands of kids and want to be with their kids at the same time.
2: Uh, like Statistically, that's what women have always been looking for, and, and have been requesting, but it's the employers that have always had this fear that productivity would be lessened. And this is our time to show up, to show them that that's not actually the case at all, and it's never been the case. When you look at all of the research, Like people are more productive when they are working from home. At, which is so great that we can now show that and provide that evidence to all of these employers. I love that. It's our time to shine, ladies. Let's go. Here we go. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so walk us through. We talked to, about a few steps to uh, making a successful work day from home. First of all, you say that we need to have the mindset of like, this is going to be hard. It's going to be hard for half of the time, at least. And it takes a little bit of getting used to. So you you kind of liken it unto having a newborn baby where you're just in that transition phase for the first little while until you get settled into your routine. Then what, Laura, what do you recommend for, for women who are still trying to work from home while taking care of kids?
2: I think the biggest thing is creating some kind of routine uh you know we see all of these schedules come out on social media or whatever of you know the color coded like that just does not work for me (laughs) and it will never work for me because i don't roll that way but what i do is create some kind of routine like my kids know at nine o'clock they're starting their school they know at 10 o'clock i have a call they know what days of the week i have non-negotiable calls uh and being able to create that routine for them also helps me become more productive in my workday. Uh, and again, it's a trial and error period where we're just figuring it out for a little while and trusting that we will find what works best in our situation.
1: But How do you do that with a two-year-old, Laura? Because I have a 15 month old too and a five-year-old and the five-year-old you can communicate like, hey, mommy needs to take a call. I'm going to ask you. We have a little sign where I say, I need you to be quiet because I'm recording something and she can kind of understand. But the 15 month old, he's just screaming through everything. How do you create that schedule and that need for you to have have kid-free time when you have a baby who doesn't quite understand that?
2: Yeah, that's a really great question because so many of us are in that same boat. Uh, For me, it's been watching their cues, watching my little guy's cues. So I know in the morning after he eats breakfast, I can sit down and play with him for, you know, not even that long, like 10 minutes of uninterrupted and he'll keep playing. That's like one of his cues. Like if he's been fed, And I've played with him. He'll keep going in some specific area. That's just one of the cues that I've learned over time. I know like I, there is like a non-negotiable call that happens during a nap. And sometimes I have to, you know, go into my room and close the door if he's not quite asleep yet, or if I know he's going to wake up in between that time. And that's okay. He can hang out for a little bit and, and he's become adjusted to that. So you're.
1: yeah, you're kind of setting your schedule based on what you know your needs at home are, right? So you're not taking any calls when two year old is awake. You're taking calls when he's napping. I, I mean, I th- I think that's great advice. And but for me and my, you know, what I do, that doesn't always work because the demands of my, you know, clock based work day based on the radio don't allow for that. But um, I I can see how people with more, you know, flexible schedules might be able to utilize that.
2: And sometimes you can bring your kid into fit, you know, what you're doing. If you know that you have a deadline in an hour, spend five minutes with them and see what happens, you know, create that connection time. Like what I always teach my clients in my coaching practice is alternate activities. Like if you know that you are going to have a deadline, if you have that connection time at the beginning, they're more likely to keep going on their own. Whereas if you're, you know, brushing them away, when you get to the end of that time deadline, that's when they're going to be most needy and graspy.
1: Oh my gosh, Laura, that's genius because I have been in the thick of that. And I feel like I have just ignored my kids for so (laughs) many hours, just like trying to get them to understand that I need them to go away (laughs) for a minute. And it's been so hard, but my husband actually said this to me the other day. He's like our 15 month old, he just needs a little bit of connection and then he's kind of good to play. And it, it took somebody pointing that out to me for me to realize that like I just kept setting him down and being like why won't he just play like why won't he just my other kid just plays by herself right so that's a really good piece of advice to just you know take those five minutes and connect
2: and then they usually are set free yeah, it's crazy because we think that connection takes so much time. Like we're programmed as moms of like our kids come first and we have to create so much interaction with them. When reality, that's not the case, nor it ha- it's never been the case. Like kids have always existed as part of our reality. And so being able to provide just those few minutes will give you all the difference in the rest of your workday.
1: Okay, I love that. Laura Johnson, she coaches women uh, who are working from home, staying at home, and working from home, and she's been doing it for 10 years with three kids. I think it is amazing, and now we're all in this boat, and the playing field is leveled for you, Laura. Uh, We'll take a break. More when we come back on The Mom Show.
0: It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning, and then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
1: Welcome back into The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. You know, pretty much all of us, a lot of us, I should say, are working from home. There are many employees who are not working from home, who are essential, who still have to go in. We get that during this time, but many women in particular are working from home while trying to take care of kids, myself included. Uh, We've sort of been thrust into this scenario now with social distancing and working from home where, at least for me, we have uh, canceled our child care that would come to our house every single day and, you know, just to minimize the risk and keep socially distanced And uh, my husband and I are lucky enough that our jobs are flexible enough that we have been able to work from home. And I do really consider that such a blessing because there are... A lot of people who have to physically go to work, and there are many of my co workers who are physically at the office. Which you know, our work has taken great steps to kind of distance people, but um, you know, some of us have to be there and some of us can work from home, and, and so I see it really as a blessing that I'm able to do this. Um, but it can be so challenging with children, and I have two of them, ages five and 15 months, and uh, I, I feel like my hair was on fire for the first week, at least. And week two has gotten a little more settled. I keep joking that if my marriage survives this quarantine, then it will be great. Because my husband and I are just trying to tag team the children together while we both work full time. Excuse me, I don't work full-time, but, well, he works full-time, and then I, uh, we both take care of the kids full-time. So I brought in someone today who's worked from home for 10-plus years, and now she coaches other women uh, how to do that. Laura Johnson is a life coach and coaches other women through this. Laura, thank you for joining me today. Okay, so tell everyone again your situation and um, how many kids you have, and then what what has been your – biggest mindset shift when it comes to working from
2: home yeah uh, so I've got three kids oldest is eight and a half I've got a second the uh, my daughter she's six and then a little guy that's two years old and they're busy and it's fun and I think like the biggest shift is that it's possible like it is totally possible and it can be fun in the process uh I think a lot of us. Yeah, Let <laughs> me take deeper deep, yeah. on that one because <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't. I don't know if fun is how I would describe this right now. Right. I, I mean, people keep posting memes on on social media that are like, "Oh, I just have all this time and I'm bored," and I'm just oh, like, no. "I am not bored, and I feel busier than I've ever felt, and I haven't left my house in two weeks. Like, how right. is this? How is this my reality?"
2: Yeah, bored is very different than fun in yes. my mind. Like, yes. <laughs> Bored has never been something that I have used to describe myself right. <laughs> in the situation that I'm in. Right. Um, and, but, you know, it's kind of like when, uh, and we've talked about this before, like when you bring home that baby for the first time and you're like, what were we thinking? This is insane. <laughs> insane. Like, like nothing about this, at least for me, was Im- enjoyable. Right. Not at all. Right. But then you get in, you start finding that groove and that rhythm and you're like, Oh, okay. I can totally see how people can enjoy this. And then you begun you begin, you, um, you start enjoying it, um, a lot more. And that yeah. is actually possible. I do promise that.
1: Okay, that's good to know. You can give us hope for I don't know how long we'll be at social distancing and quarantine. But um, as long as we are, we're going to be doing this. So what are you hearing from your clients, Laura? Or what have you heard over, you know, your decade of coaching women who stay home? Uh, what's the hardest part for them?
2: Uh so there's a couple different parts. Uh, right now, it's very unique because most of them are experiencing their children being home. Um, a lot of times, when they get to a position where they're working from home, at least one of their kids is going to school. Sure. So that is it is a very unique situation that way of ba- of um, creating a, a different balancing act. Um, but the other part is is creating that in um, community. Uh, a lot of times they feel very isolated and we have the social distancing that we're putting on top of it. But just because we're not physically present with someone doesn't mean that we can't enjoy those relationships with people. And and helping my clients see that that is just as possible now, like I'll get on and, and have a virtual lunch with someone with my kids in the background. And that's what's so great is the other person usually has their kids in the background as well. And you can still um, foster those relationships even right now.
1: And I think that's one thing this distancing is teaching us, right? As I know, I've reached out to my even my mother and um, I have a brother that was that lived in New York City and drove to Atlanta to live with my parents because of the. Um, situation there. And I've talked to them at least three times this week, which wouldn't have been the normal before. It's this is just forcing me to kind of reach out to people and connect with people um, in a way I, I haven't before.
2: Right. And it's very easy for us when we are home working from home, you know, whether in this environment or not, um, to forget to do that. Yeah. And being able to remind ourselves of, oh, there are so many options that I have to create that and foster those relationships all around me. It was always an option before, but now we need it more than ever. Which now I can great. see it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. So what's some of your advice for moms who are trying to balance now that their kids are home because school is not going to be back in Utah at least until May 1st, if not longer, they're going to reassess at that point. Many women now have all of their children. The women who are working from home now have all of their children home on top of trying to do the jobs they were already doing. How do you help them?
2: Yeah. I think the biggest thing, like I always tell my clients, you know, close your eyes and count how many balls you're juggling. Like if you were imagine, you know, juggling, like how many are there? And then start counting how many you can actually juggle without dropping and figure out what those main things are. My main things are caring for my children's well being. Like that for me is one of my main things. Like the other one is taking care of my clients. That's a main thing, you know, putting like folding my clothes in a Conmari type situation <laughs> is not the biggest priority for me right now. Right. So they sit in a laundry bath. Like that doesn't have to be a ball that I'm juggling right now. Right. So being very deliberate about those balls that we want to keep in the air and, and deciding what that actually looks like. You know, it may be that the laundry sits in a basket a little bit longer than it has in the past and that's okay.
1: Yeah, I love that advice because I feel like if you try to operate at the same level you were before you added on three kids at home while working from home, you're going to burn out really quickly, right? It's like... I kind of liken it unto your workflow has to change, right? Like for us in the newsroom, our workflow was very specific while we were all in the office and we had access to all of our tools. And now I've noticed just being a reporter and having to find stories and uh, write stories and and record those stories, my workflow has had to change. So I think that's a great mindset shift to have is just to be open to the new workflow, whatever that looks like.
2: Completely. And there's, and being able to recognize that there is no right decision. There is no right way of doing it. Sometimes we get in that mindset, especially like when we're planning our day of like, I'm going to spend a lot of time to get this right. There is no right. There's trial and error, like test it out for a couple days. If you, if your baby keeps coming at us at you, like screaming at a certain time, try something different the next day. Yeah. Um, Instead of, you know, keep forcing that, that square peg into a round hole.
1: Yeah, that's really good advice. I can tell you for a fact, my house right now looks like a bomb went off in it because I I just don't have capacity. I I don't usually have capacity to clean my house, let alone when I'm in it 24 seven. And I'm thankful that my, my husband is kind of just Taking the dishes as his thing and I put the kids to bed while he does the dishes and that at least keeps like one area of our house put together and it's it's not that I'm a, a cleanliness person I kind of really don't like when women are like oh my house has to be clean all the time like I really just despise that a little bit but it's more a function of the feeling in it right and and when it's cluttered it's chaos and I feel like I don't need more chaos right now
2: yeah at least for me my house is usually a reflection of what's happening in my brain. The mm. second I'm chaotic in my brain, my house becomes the same way. But what I had to like really let go of was where do I exist in my home the most? That's the area I want to keep clean. Mm. So within, you know, like the main living area where the kitchen and the, and the family room is, I will always keep that area picked up more than other places in my house. The other places I can get to at a different time, but that area is where I focus my energy because that's where I exist.
1: Oh, I like that. Just having that one area where you spend most of your time having that put together. I like that. Okay. We're chatting with Laura Johnson. She's a life coach who coaches women who stay at home and work from home. Uh, Now that we're all in this boat of juggling kids, uh, Laura, what are some of your other just, like, go-to quick tips of, you know, if someone's just diving into this world now that the governor has kind of ordered this um, stay-at-home directive, how do you even get started? What's your, like, your first go-to
2: It sounds so crazy, but it's so overwhelming at first. My first go-to that I always teach my clients is make your bed and put your pants on (laughs) (laughs) because we get so overwhelmed. Like everything will feel like it's falling apart in the house, but going back and seeing your bed made will recenter your brain of I have accomplished something. And then you'll go from that mindset as you move forward of like, I feel accomplished in this one tiny area And as far as like putting your pants on, like it's easy for us when we're working from home not to show up like we're working. And it sounds so simple and you'll see all the funny memes and the videos of everybody wearing their pajama pants, but honestly you show up different. And it's not, you know, and and for somebody it might not be their pants, you know, maybe it's putting a little lipstick on or, you know, just take up one notch of like your cozy clothes at home, just dress up one notch different.
1: Okay, some great tips from Laura Johnson. She is a life coach. Life Coach. Laura, where can people find you if they want your help with all this?
2: Yeah, so they can find me at laurajohnsoncoaching.com. And that's Laura spelled L-A-R-A. I also have a Facebook group called the Stay at Home Working Moms uh, Facebook group where people can come and be part of the community. We're all in this together. Okay, perfect.
1: We're all going to need that working from home now. Uh, we're going to take a break, Mom, with Laura. We're going to chat a little bit about homeschooling because we're all doing that too when we come back on The Mom Show.
0: Back inside The Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio.
1: Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. My guest is Laura Johnson. She is a life coach and she has been working for the last 10 years with women who stay home with kids and work from home. Laura, thank you for joining me. Thank you. So we are, to be here. Yeah, we are all in this boat right now. And you're like, I've been doing this for 10 years. Who who are you? Who are the rest of you? But we feel your pain and we we love you for the last 10 years of work. So now you can coach us all on how to work from home because none of us are <laughs> doing very well at it.
2: Well, you know, that's I do love what I do. I'm not going to lie. Like I have the best job in the world because I do get to help women accomplish their dreams and a lot of times that's being the mom they want to be and being able to be, um, you know, to fulfill whatever that is, like whatever that big dream is for them.
1: Yeah. I love that. You give them that opportunity. Okay. So we've been talking over the last hour about how to work from home, some tips and tricks. I'd invite you to podcast wherever you podcast, just search for KSL mom show. You'll find us there. You can listen to all of Laura's tips because they are fantastic and they'll help you feel more sane. I promise. Um, Laura, as, as we uh, finish out this last segment, um, we wanted to talk about homeschooling a little bit because, You know, I think in the state of Utah, moms right now are probably struggling through trying to keep their kids learning in some regard and also managing, you know, their own needs and tasks of their jobs. Um, How are you have an eight year old, a six year old and then a two year old. So you've got two kids right in elementary school. How are you managing and how do you advise your clients to manage school time?
2: That's a really good question because we're all in that boat right now. All the kids have come home and all of a sudden we're freaking out (laughs) and it's easy for us to think like, Oh, like homeschooling moms do this all of the time. But even the homeschooling moms are struggling because everything is shut down. So I think for me, like the biggest thing is managing my own expectations through all of this. Uh, We always get those emails from teachers and, you know, maybe other people in the state have received them of like, do the best you can. Don't worry too much, you know, but none of us believe that we all have, this <laughs> right. under, we all have this underlying fear and being able to understand our underlying fear is what will make homeschooling different for all of us. For most of it's, it's that fear of like, they're going to get behind. They're going to, uh, we're not going to be able to get them caught up. You know, they're there. This is going to harm them in some way. So it's natural for us to, as moms, to be fearful of letting those expectations go because we think we're going to harm our kids.
1: Yeah. And when we're fearful like that, we just end up like letting them either like roam around the house or we're like, you know, constantly trying to get them to do their schoolwork and we're like, mean mom.
2: Right. Right. And I recognize for myself that like every time I start getting really agitated, it's because I want to cross it off of my list. Because if I cross it off my list, then I'm a good mom that day. Mm. And if he doesn't finish it, then I'm not a good mom that day. And it's really important to keep those kinds of thoughts and those patterns and those feelings for ourselves in check, because these are kids. We can't put our own emotional well-being or our own um beliefs about being a good mom on top of you know, whatever they're already feeling and struggling with.
1: Yeah, that's really great advice. So you know, one of the one of my coworkers at KSL News Radio wrote an op-ed at KSLnewsradio.com about how he's struggling through trying to homeschool and he complained about math, just like he likened it unto the Incredibles character, you know, Bob Parr, who's like, I can do math. This isn't math, right? It's like teachers are like parents aren't teachers, right? And and we weren't supposed to be, but now we've all been thrust into this world of, of being teachers. And, you know, I think from like a higher ed perspective and certainly those, you know, officials with the state and the the superintendents they would all say of course you need to be doing your schoolwork you need to be enforcing this but for us moms on the ground level like we need to lower our expectations a little bit <laughs> and I'm not suggesting you don't do your schoolwork but what I am saying is Kind of like you were saying, when we make like this checking this box off the list of the schoolwork is done, when we don't do it, we just feel like failures. So how do you balance that need for them to, yeah, complete things and, and get these grades and, you know, whatever else parents are dealing with, with individual teachers having individual lesson plans and individual links and print this text and scan it back and with the needs of I just want to let this all go right now and just let my kids be kids.
2: Right. And it's, it's a, it's a constant juggling act, honestly. And it will vary day to day, like being able to recognize first where we're at as well as where our kids are at is, is critical and maintaining, like we talked about in a previous segment of maintaining that connection through all of it. Like I, I noticed my daughter the other day, um, she was, we're doing her schoolwork And she started getting very flustered and started shutting down and there were tears in her eyes and i knew it was that moment where i wanted to start pushing her like no we just have to get it done but instead i just reached my hand out and put it on top of hers and we still kept working but that little bit of connection with her helped her through that next part and at one point she even like you know pulled her hand back she had an itch on her face but then she was so cute and you know slowly slid uh, her hand back under mine and that's where like that that connection is what will help our kids be able to still get their things done the second they feel our stress they're going to be stressed we have to keep our own minds in check and we get to do that like all of this is 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 you know helping us become that next better version of ourselves and our kids just happen to be our teachers through this process.
1: Yeah, I love that. Do you do you have any tips for motivating kids though? Like you said, connection is one way in which your daughter then kind of kept going with the work even when she didn't want to. Do you have any other tips for motivating kids to do the schoolwork if they don't really want to?
2: Yeah, you know, that's another really good question. It's easy for parents, at least for me, to go to like you have to do X, Y, and Z before you get this electronic. For some kids that will work. For my son, that does not work. <laughs> it becomes an all out brawl <laughs> at that point. And that's not to say like we don't have consequences, but if I hold it over his head, he starts showing up in a very different way. Um, being able to recognize, like we talked about earlier, of alternating activities. If they get to where they are, they are just maxed out, like think back to their school they don't have a 4 hour block of focusing on one thing they're you know going to recess you know they're they're eating lunch you know they're you know doing something else like they're they're moving throughout the day it's the same kind of thing for our kids we have to create that movement
1: some great advice laura johnson uh, she's a life coach who coaches moms on how to work from home and Uh, Is business good right now, Laura? Because we're all doing this.
2: (laughs) We all need it, whether it's now or in the future. (laughs) And where can people find you if they want more help with this? Uh, They can find me at laurajohnsoncoaching.com. And Laura spelled L-A-R-A. And I also have a a Facebook group called the Stay at Home Working Moms Group. Um, And you can just, you know, search for that on Facebook and you'll find us come join us. You know, we're all here supporting each other. Um, You can continue learning some of this great information within the group as well.
1: Okay, Laura, you're the best. Thank you for joining me today virtually on The Mom Show. I so appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be back next week.